So welcome to another episode of Are We Convinced? It's the podcast where we deep dive into the, the strange, the funny, the serious topics that have captured our attention throughout the week and uh, the special guest today, Ryan A. The strange. The strange. <laughs> the strange. <laughs> Which category do you, are you fit the in there? The strange, the funny. I, 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 uh, I pass for the, uh, for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you do indeed. We have had a wee bit of a radio theme. So we had... Um, Great. Like Stuart Bamford, we had Paul Orr, we had PK in the previous episode. Yes, yes. So we're kind of full. I, yes. And I did try to say there's no agenda with this podcast, but it almost seems that way now. Yeah, We've got to yeah. fit into that kind of thing. <laughs> Brilliant. So how's things for you anyway, first of all? Yeah, you, class. Good. Absolutely yeah. mm-hmm. uh, class. Um, I I just, um, I, I still feel like I'm living life in the fast lane with this job. Mm-hmm. Um, I just... Um, I like to be busy all the time, yeah, yeah. and when you're asked mm-hmm. to come on to like podcasts and stuff like that, it's like mm-hmm. it's great. It's another thing to do. I, I think and you understand in the, in this world, it's all go. You don't get. It's not a nine to five or a set hours. It's, it's it's just whenever you get the work and you mm-hmm. go for it. Mm-hmm. But uh, but loving it, can't complain. I'm doing what I love for a living, you know. So uh, long may it last. We we did kind of start each episode with a bit of a background and like, the first question I would think of is, do you remember your like your first gig? Maybe yeah. not necessarily a radio gig, but do you remember your first? Uh, yeah, DJ yeah, gig? oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was. Uh, it's quite a funny one actually. Uh, it was a birthday party, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I don't know what age. Maybe about I don't know. I was I was thirteen because I got my first set of decks at thirteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, was very inspired from the Kevin and Perry Go Large movie. Yeah. So the music that I had for the birthday party was all on vinyl. Mm-hmm. So I had to. Uh, Belt Drive Sound Lab, Belt Drive, which weren't great, by the way. Uh, 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 turntables and then a wee Sound Lab mixer. Took it to the party. It was in a community centre in Tully Carnot, I, I think it was. I think it was. Um, I was doing a birthday party, right? So I had all these big tracks from uh, from Kevin and Perry Go Large. But um, the, the, the main tune then was Shaggy, It Wasn't Me. Right? So, <laughs> so I had... You know, Fragma, Toka's Miracle, uh-huh. Isla, Isla, all these big summer anthems. And then it was like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, folks, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Shaggy, it wasn't me. And I, yeah, I remember I got through that gig in probably about seven records. <laughs> Did it go down well though? That's the uh, thing. I can't remember. I think yeah. I think the kids were just yeah. all playing on a bouncy castle, yeah. and yeah. I was just uh, standing. I was yeah. just playing music in the background. Mm-hmm. I got through all my tracks, and I put them onto the B side. Then, yeah. um, yeah. how times have changed mm-hmm. in in know, terms know, of uh, yeah. playing music? Yeah. It's crazy. Anyone coming into the industry now don't realize how lucky they are because going back, it was so expensive for vinyl. Um, I was still what, thirteen, like. Mm-hmm. I was having to ask my mum, can she buy me records? And the records yeah. were anything from 7, 12 to 15 mm-hmm. quid, yeah. you know, from record stores, uh, independent record stores, HMV, and uh, even online, mm-hmm. where you had the phone up. To, to build a collection like you... I know I had I had some, some collection, and uh, I think I sold some over the years, and I don't know what I've done with the rest of them, but... But they, they're all what we class as club classics now. Yeah. Um, I wish I still had them uh, and had a decent set of uh, record decks to play them on. But uh, you wouldn't get away with half them in the clubs now, yeah. you know. Uh, I mean, I think there's the odd Taylor Swift track coming out on vinyl. Mm-hmm. But apart, uh, apart it's like a, the novelty kind of thing. It's, ni- it's, yeah. almost, it's nice that it's kind of going back, back that way for home listening. Yeah, I don't think it's ever yeah. going that way. You know, oh yeah, clubs, yeah. You know, <clears throat> for people, who love the the whole having the vinyl. Um, people get these wee, I said 
Onyx or something. They, they get these wee vinyl um, things and they mm. uh, and they play just their favorite records. Yep. The, yep. the sound yep. quality is brilliant. Yep. But in terms of doing a gig now in vinyl, you see a lot of guys on uh, TikTok doing um, gigs and they're using vinyl. They've got some collection. You would need uh, a master bedroom to store all your vinyl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and a lorry to bring it to the I know, the to bring it to the gig. That was the other thing too. As the vinyl collection got bigger and bigger as you were going to gigs, you, you, you then had to maybe five, six runs from the car mm-hmm. back in. As yeah. I was getting older yeah. and then learning how to drive and I was going to gigs, Luckily, we were sort of easing into playing off CD, but even at that, you were walking in with all your CD cases yeah. and yeah. everything was all noted, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, on, mm-hmm. on where your tracks were. But now, just in the click of a button, you can get your song like that instantly yeah. Yeah. and stream from anywhere. And, and I suppose that, along with radio as well, that kind of just goes hand in hand, really, from what you were doing. <clears throat> yeah. You know, yeah. Um, I mean, uh, when I, I think it was when I was uh, 17 and realized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I got into it very early, 13, and then when I was 17, it was actually a friend of mine um, I was working with um, at the time, doing a bit of work, and he said, here, there's a there's a, like, there's a like radio station in Belfast, I think there's like a community radio station, they're looking for DJs, mm-hmm. and I was like, right, okay, um, and uh, it was what's known now as Blast 106, um, it was owned by, by I, I don't even know who owned it at the time. I went down, there was a guy, a guy, Darren. Darren, I've still got Darren on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I remember Darren saying to me, fair play to him, he says, um, it's about 11 o'clock, he asked me to come down in an office building out the back of, um, uh, oh, it was the back of a shop centre. <laughs> and uh, he says, have you ever done radio before? Mm-hmm. Right? And I was like, nope. And he's like, do you know how radio works? Um yeah, I think so. And um, he says, "Jump on there and you know, let let me let me see how you how you do it." During that, uh, oh yeah, yeah, That's during his show. Yeah, yeah <laughs> And uh, uh, so I put the microphone up, and all of a sudden I started talking like I was talking to the audience of the nightclub, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. on and the gig. I was like, "Right on the way, here we yeah. go, right, folks." And yeah. I was giving it all that, <laughs> yeah. and he looked at me and he says, "There's potential. Mm-hmm. A bit yeah. of work in yeah. life, but there's potential." <laughs> Do you, you know? do you ever just think of that? And that is one of the stations that I started off. I went to Lisbon's '98 first, and then I moved to Blast. Yes. And I think of some of the demos that I made during those stints. Yeah. yeah. Awful. Awful. I know. Do you ever I listen know. back to your old demos? Yeah, and uh, one of them actually got me into Cool FM, and I don't know oh, how. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I was just. Um, I remember then someone in radio had turned around and said, "See this. This is an opportunity for you to." learn and grow mm-hmm. and take the audio and take it for mm-hmm. what it what it is yep. enjoy it mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but uh, community is to learn the game yep. uh, so I was like right but I was just keen and hungry and I was uh, listening to the other DJs more or less like uh, mimicking what they were mm-hmm. saying and learning and writing stuff down and listening to how they were executing links mm-hmm. and I thought right okay and it's easy to pick up the game it's more about learning your voice yep. and how you use your voice you could be a fantastic DJ but you could be sounding dead robotic down and you mm-hmm. you know you need to get rid of that microphone get rid of the headphones in your mind and just talk normal yeah. you know too many people because putting on the, the american oh, the, american, know, the american jockey side you know and like because there is no class really you can't go to class and learn how to how to speak like that yeah you know, exactly um it's um yeah it's, yeah you need to you need to learn your voice you need to learn your voice you know how the the, the newsreader always has this voice mm-hmm. and, and the and finally yeah. and yeah, finally yeah, yeah. you know um, <laughs> it's it's learning how to just be natural but use it in a nice you know polite sort of 
radio way. What is it? it, it what is it? I don't know. But you find your voice very quickly. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think I'm uh, that's me now and that's how I speak. Yep. Um but uh, growing up I was more I was more spidey. <laughs> I was <laughs> you know, or eat me. Because it is like and, and along those lines, it's just clean yourself up a wee bit. It, it, is really, it needs to be your real voice. Yeah. But clean. But you also need to sound like a, a likable guy. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, when you're listening, uh and the advice that I was always given is when you're sitting there, imagine you're imagine you're sitting there and someone is sitting beside you, just like we are now. How do you talk to them? You know? You're nice, you're polite, and if they ask you the time, you don't say, well, it's almost three. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, I'll yeah. say, if you ask me the time, Peter, I'll say, yeah, nearly three o'clock or five to three. Mm-hmm. Deliver the way you're talking to the yeah. listener. You're talking to that one person. But over the year, every day is a learning day mm-hmm. in radio, and you know that. Um, it never, you'll always learn, and always be things change along the way, you know, mm-hmm. how you deliver things, how you execute things, how to make things, how to deliver something quickly you know and and neatly and understandable you know and and over over the past number of years like you've done would you say you've done every single show that's possible every time slot Um, owning um, owning a show and calling a show mine um only uh mainline i haven't um, had a mid-morning show. Hmm. Uh, I have covered every show, yeah. uh, even down to the or, or the earlies, the overnights and whatever. And that's where you start. And that's great. I remember my first time on Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, my very first show was uh, after Stephen Woods in the nighttime. Mm-hmm. Uh, some may remember the bedroom session, but I was I was in early and uh, I, I I was torturing. Woody at the time he was on cool <laughs> at 11 o'clock he was just about to get tore into all the love songs and I was like mm-hmm. will I be okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he just this, this young guy he's keen yeah. he's keen to get on I was yeah, like yeah, when yeah. are you done yeah, yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you done yet <laughs> uh, let me on uh, and, and yeah and um, every show yeah I've, I've done it every programme yeah. yeah Like and obviously and I have said like, there's, there's no agenda with this podcast I'm not kind of here to promote stations and all of that but um like you did breakfast radio for a while yeah right? yeah and yeah. i've done i did breakfast radio as well oh yes for two we, years oh we know um oh we know we know <laughs> yeah. the the, the, pre- the pressure uh age very quickly <laughs> it's it's now everyone says it's a slot on radio that everyone wants it's yeah. the show to go for yeah i think once you've been in for th- those hours in the morning your, your alarm is set for like 4 a.m and you've oh. been on air at six it's hard to see that when you're there. Yeah, it's, it? it's, it's, it's hard tough. to. Yeah, it's very tough. Um, it's uh, it's sometimes you wake up and you can your 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 head's away with it sometimes you know, and then you have to go in, be in, be awake, and be funny. Mm-hmm. Nobody's yeah. saying you have to be a comedian. Yeah, and this is what this whole thing of you have to be funny. Mm-hmm. Can you be relatable, and then you 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 can do it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but trying to—I mean, trying to be happy—is yeah. is more the the, the yeah. better term. Like there's um, a fine line as well. Yeah. Really, yeah. So you're you're the one that has to get up and and you know perk everyone else up, yeah. and everyone else that's listening for the guts of what when they get up at six in the morning they are, they're not happy. Mm-hmm. So that's how um which, it's sad to say that's why radio jocks can, in the morning can get a lot of hate. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. because people are hearing them at the time that they don't really want to mm-hmm. be bothered. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I remember at six about quarter past six in the morning, I'm sitting there and I'm like, I just sat and hit my face, and be like, right, this next one, I'm going to get this right. Right, are you ready? Right, I'm ready. And yeah. I'd be like, right, get ready to go. Delivered the link, and uh, yeah, you got a message in on WhatsApp saying, yeah, you two need to do one. And I was like, that's me knocked out of the park. <laughs> No, but and that's almost where I have so much respect for the likes of you know like the Pete Snodens, the the Gary and Glenn, you know, for, for yeah. doing in yeah. such number of years in a row, like to to even mentally prepare for that. Yeah. I, yeah, I almost felt that your day was ruined. Yeah, oh yeah, after yeah, that yeah. slot, you know, not not that, not that it's a bad slot to do. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying no, it does. It takes um, a toll on you, you know? and as a as a uh, as a parent of uh, well I had a young child and, and you did as well um, uh, during your time mm-hmm. um, and it was it was hard to do that come home be a dad and, and be good at that without your eyes closing at one in the morning or one in the afternoon um, so once you hit one you hit a brick wall yeah. because your 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 time started at five. Mm-hmm. Or half four or five and when you got to one your body's going dude you need to sleep yeah. so yeah. I was sitting uh, you know uh, Peppa Pig was on and I'm mm-hmm. just yeah. sitting and yeah. I, yeah. I you know I thought do I want this or do, does, do I want my, my, my daughter seeing me uh, sitting you're constantly sleeping on the sofa mm-hmm. or at one o'clock in the afternoon when when I do have the freedom to go out nice day take her to the park instead mm-hmm. of my eyes constantly closing yeah, yeah. It's very hard because it is, way. and people may not even think this, but when you get into the studio, like it is, it is full on. You're not, you're not just sitting there for four hours yeah. and doing nothing. You know, yeah. This perception of um, oh, you're lucky, you just sit there, you chill. Mm. Um, no, it's it's not like that. And if you are doing that, you're doing it wrong. Mm. Um, you know, it's it's about it's about it's life in the fast lane. Yeah. Um, once you get in, I always say, like people say, oh, you're lucky, you work for three hours. I say, but that feels like a six or seven hour job. Yep. Um, you know, things flying at you, left, right and centre, keeping control, keeping us on air, yeah. phone calls coming through, competitions, live reads, and making sure you're doing it right yeah. and not making mm-hmm. balls mm-hmm. of it, you know? Yeah. So uh, yeah. that's, yeah. And it's, almost it's as a full day of preparation, we think, because say, I mean, you're now uh, one to four. Yeah. For instance. So yeah. like, I, I, and I would think, you know, from nine, ten o'clock, you're thinking of the show and then after four o'clock, you're thinking of the next show. So it's it's yeah, never constantly. it's not, it's not stopping yeah. because you're constantly thinking about how right to be relatable with with the listener. Mm-hmm. So um, I sometimes go in and I sit down on a Friday when my show starts for the afternoon run, mm-hmm. and I go, "What have I done this week to be able to talk about it?" Yeah. Because you have to have been there and lived it to be able to talk about it and sometimes I've done absolutely nothing or stuff that's really not relatable to the listener so you really need to start getting into stuff like what's happening on Netflix Prime what are you watching what's everyone else watching when they were all talking about these movies I was like well I gotta get into it and at least watch at least about 20 minutes of it to know the storyline so I can relate to my listener Um, and then sometimes you can bluff it and you can <laughs> you can make it up, yeah. you know? But hey, that's a skill it, in itself. <laughs> yeah, it is. But look, yeah. everyone is, uh, you know, even TV and even the best TV, sometimes they're, they're making, they're making uh, radio and they're making TV yeah. um, to make it sound good and it's interesting for the listener. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, you need to live it to be able to, to, to be able to tell everyone else about it, you yeah. know. Now, almost a link into one of my first kind of are you convinced questions, right? Uh-huh, yeah. Um, I want to talk about DJing a wee bit as well. So obviously, um, you know, weddings and events, you're well known for that. Uh-huh. Um, 
again, well, actually, the first question I want to ask is, do you do you get nervous before doing any gig? Uh, not gigs, no. Not um, gigs. I still. Um, I still feel the, the the little bit of nerves for radio mm-hmm. every right, now and right, again, right. Mm-hmm. but but I think that's healthy. I think having the nerves is great. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. with gigs, no. Although, if I if I if I walk in and I read the room and I feel like they're not going to be on top form, then I start to get more worried on what I'm going to play for these yeah. guys you know uh, but nerves my nerves are, have gone I used to get very nervous about what I was going to say on the microphone yeah. Um, yeah. how the night was going to go but it'll eat you away you just gotta you gotta go in and, and be your best mm-hmm. and uh, and I always have this this mentality of um, I know it sounds very big headed but I always go in and say I am the best this is what I do yeah. right yeah. and uh, and that way I can deliver as the best you know and that's hard when you get a crowd that aren't maybe as responsive or aren't yeah um, no, not, I'm not going to say I aren't loving it, but there's, there's some crowds that no, just don't get it sometimes. They, they, They're just not there for they that. They just don't. Um, and this is the problem. Like, um, you know, you are doing... I could have two nights side by side. Mm-hmm. One night could be off the wall, absolutely bouncing. They don't want you to end. And I could do another night similar style, um, maybe change it up a wee bit, saying that they may not be moving to some of the songs, and they're just not up for it. Yeah. Uh, it depends on what sort of a, a, an event that you're doing. but, um, but and, and I would say, especially for weddings, because, I mean, you get people who go to weddings and they're not going for the entertainment. You know, they're not yeah. they're not specifically there to dance yeah. to the entertainment and, and the night. And it's those people who sit at their tables and stare at you. I know, I know. It's hard. It's 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 it's, uh, and it's really deflating as well. Um, yeah. And I always say, look, I'm not a miracle worker here. Yeah. I'm not magic, and I can't make. Yeah. All I can do is keep playing songs until I find what you are, what you're biting at. Mm-hmm. Um, I do find it harder for bands, right? Mm-hmm. Because a band has to play out that song. Yeah. So if they go on the track and the dance floor leaves. Uh, they got to continue. Yeah, you know, there for, you know, yeah. there's no there short minutes. edit. You know, <laughs> yeah. or or mixing out of it. Yeah. Uh, whereas, yeah. uh, and you know, because you are band and DJ, you 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 can you can go okay, right? Uh, Rihanna's not working. We'll get you know yeah. we'll give it a minute and a half, and then we'll get out of yeah. it. Once you get a flow, and there is that. Look, I can give you the catalog, and you mm-hmm. say I go in and say work it right, yeah. and that one one gig could absolutely go for it and one mm-hmm. gig could absolutely flop it's so strange how that happens too as well yeah yeah it's hard like, and uh, and so what, what I tend to do and it's really good advice for, for anyone that's that's interested in it or, or, or doing it if you're playing a song and um, nobody's dancing right well okay right let it play because there may be somebody up the back enjoying it mm-hmm. but they don't want to yep. get up and dance yep. so I look around and I see are the feet, their feet, the feet tapping? Mm-hmm. Are their hands tapping? Are they singing along to it? And I find that, see, if I see somebody's enjoying it, I'm not going to ruin it mm-hmm. on them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play it out. You know, I don't care if nobody's dancing. Yeah. Right? They'll get up to the next one. Yeah. And uh, it's, uh, it's sometimes a case of if, if nobody is dancing, I'll just uh, I'll be left on my phone and go, oh, yeah, look, I'm busy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah. That's the hardest bit. <laughs> so, it is. Yeah. It's, yeah. You're standing there and everyone's mm-hmm. like, this plonker yeah. standing there. Hello, you know, hello. The lights are going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> The lights are going great. Everything's going bumped yeah. off, and you're standing there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, not every gig's the same. Uh, Have you just... had any complete disasters? Complete. Uh, I've had. Like, oh yeah, I've I've really? had nights that just haven't haven't went the plan. I've had uh, one one that's in mind, and it, it wasn't a disaster. It was just uh, it was a gig that I just shouldn't have been doing mm. um, because what they wanted 
I wasn't told, but um, his side was uh, all uh, sort of from like uh, Manchester, mm-hmm. uh, and the the whole the whole family were over from Manchester. So they loved that more, uh, that Manchester vibe, you know. That's and one gig is popping into my head. Larchfield, they were all from Manchester, Liverpool, and I really struggled. Oh, I struggled. It's, it's amazing how different they're. Yeah. Style of music is. yeah, so they wanted a little bit more of this uh, Britpop sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. I can play a, a, a handful of that, what works, uh, blurs and all that. Um, and they were up, but to get them up, mm-hmm. it's what do you do? Do you just stand there four hours of silence and then go, I know you all love the tunes, but I've only got an hour of it. Yeah, right, what are we going to do for the, the other four? So, for the other four, I'm playing anything to get through. Mm-hmm. And nothing's working. Everyone's yeah. looking at me like I'm this plonker. Yeah. And I'm going, yeah. right, okay. Um, I just got to keep going. Mm-hmm. I just got to keep going till I get to the point where they are fueled up and ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, her side were from here, but it was very little from her side. Yeah. <laughs> it was all his side. Well, yeah. why not yeah. more your I, side? It is that thing. If you, you do want to be the first person up the dance floor. Yeah, as well. yeah, you know, exactly. It's, it's, um, and, and and it's hard. What do you do? Do you, do you say first person up gets a free pint? Or yeah, something? I know. <laughs> yeah. But when, they, when they're up and they're up and you've got them going, you've got them hooked in. Yeah. And you just you gotta you gotta keep you're the you're the puppet master mm-hmm. now. You just yeah. gotta keep working them. Yeah. You know yeah. it's very hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hard trade. And, and I mean, I mean, it's let, I mean, the events that you've done kind of says it all, but. Um, you have done some big like award ceremonies and all yeah, different yeah, things uh, like you. Yeah, and delighted to be uh, to, to be part of them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I do all of the uh, the AB events uh, stuff, so um, they've got five or six events now from NI weddings to mm-hmm. I just recently done takeaway. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do fish and chip as well. Mm-hmm. Fish and chip has its own category, by the way. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, because there's takeaway <laughs> right, which the people will enter, but mm-hmm. fish and chip is a standalone. Like yeah, there is, yeah. it, it just needs its own awards yeah. so uh, the guys get one out of that as well and then they have uh, beauty fitness um, hair and all that stuff so it's great and it's great for networking and marketing side of things for my weddings and you're, mm-hmm. it opens you up to a different uh, a different audience yeah. uh, it is people and there is young guys and girls there who are on the track to get married so mm-hmm. it opens you up to they see you playing and the one thing about those gigs you don't need to worry you yeah. just go in and you can play anything yep. and they yep. will just they're, they're, they're gone by the time you're on yeah, anyway yeah. you know they're there for the night out yeah, yeah. they're there for yeah, yeah you just yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, you yeah. just have mm-hmm. your your finger ready to go on play you just yeah. go maniac two thousand. Yeah. there we go yeah <laughs> and, and, and the feeling and just when you see everyone react to yeah. press and play yeah it's, it's, it's you can't explain it that, that's where that's where my my love for the whole job came into it was like um, I, I was never a dancer um, you know I never really enjoyed dancing I used to go to the under 18s uh, the Knightsbridge many years many many years ago <laughs> under 18s well, we, were, we were 16, 17 and I remember standing watching the guys um, DJing and I just thought the power is in their hands and they are playing the coolest tracks and uh, I want to do that you know I want to be that guy that everyone's admiring you know also the fact too that they drove lovely cars and they had loads of really nice women but yeah. you know, I was like well, dude you, I want that lifestyle uh, yeah. <laughs> you know? then you find out it wasn't true I, yeah, yeah yeah I found out that yeah. you just get angry over taxes and yeah. Yeah. you know yeah, <laughs> and you get sleepless nights yeah. worrying so about true. the next gig yeah yeah my first are you convinced question just to run in the whole event thing are you convinced that anyone can 
just running an event because have you seen this video of the Wonka thing going around at the minute? Uh, yeah, no, I am convinced that nobody can run an event <laughs> unless they are. On? I don't know what that was all about. Um, I, I'd have been absolutely um, embarrassed for. Imagine uh, you taking your your wee ones and your. Uh, and I, your I know. Yeah, yeah. What, a, an empty warehouse with a few wee props. I know that that was a that was that was a scam. Um, that was uh, that was horrible. Um, yeah, but I mean. If you were if you were the organizer of that and you were trying to make that look like mm-hmm. like you're never going to make it look in a, in a massive <laughs> yeah. warehouse, right? You would need some amount of equipment to do that. Uh, and I was thinking, what are they going to do? Have a chocolate fountain? All I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, no one of those we ones you, you get at the weddings. Sitting on the middle of mallows and strawberries around it. But it was just there wasn't even any. If, if you haven't seen the clip, I'll, I'll try and insert a clip here. Um, but there wasn't any lights. There wasn't any nothing, like nothing. And there's a few people who have who have now seen they posted their own videos on TikTok. Yes, a guy who was playing Wonka and he's told the story and yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And he yeah. said he didn't. He didn't even know what he was walking into when he was there. I know um, it's sad. And they were all offered big money to work a whole a whole weekend. Um, and of all places, Glasgow, I wouldn't like to get involved with a, a Glasgow mum or dad I know, I know. Uh, at the end of it. No and the police came. They called the police. <laughs> like how bad does the event have to get? Where I you want have to call the police. In? <laughs> I want the police. Yeah. <laughs> The Wonka event is uh, All the staff standing there like it's nothing to do with us. Yeah, standing, yeah. Um, and do you know what? The Oompa Loompas, like, um, they, they, they didn't even have orange yeah, on their yeah. feet. <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah. oh, come on. And apparently yeah, yeah, they yeah. got the uh, the outfits from the pound shop. Metal, absolutely metal. So I am convinced that not everyone can run an event. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a lot of stress that comes with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that's why I don't run them. <laughs> yeah. just, uh, yeah. just a DJ. I like, book me. Yeah. Uh, don't get me involved. Yeah. You know? Have you ever thought about putting on something... I did years okay. ago, um, right. mm-hmm. <clears throat> not an event. I used to run a club night in uh, mm-hmm. in Cookstown, and uh, I'll be totally honest with you. And this is totally honest. Mm-hmm. We were bringing over um, all the Geordie Shore ones uh, at the time, and what you think is a good thing. Um, it was a run of Mondays in a summer, mm-hmm. and I was uh, I had these uh, this uh, Gaz guy and all these different ones all yeah. flying, and uh, they were coming to do the gig, and the place was packed out. And at the end of it, I probably made about five hundred quid. <laughs> you know, I would. You know, what yeah. what what was like mad. You know, yeah. and this whole big build up yeah. Yeah. was it. It worked out that I just didn't have it right. I was like, so I'm convinced that I can't run events. But, but we I, had fun. I would say you would maybe be surprised at that. You know, if, on people on the outside. They think that these people are earning millions running events like that, but I would yeah. say sometimes that's the case where you're just yeah we, you're making a few hundred pound and, and yeah yeah and, on, I, and I think the expectation of making millions on your first event is mm-hmm. uh, it's way you know it's it's not like that you need to have consistency and need to be yep. doing something over a period of time uh, mm-hmm. to build it up and to make it good whatever it is like these these bingo shows and all that are going on now mm-hmm. I see people latch on to that and they're doing brunches and shows and that it's going to take time. Yep. But I, I wish them all the best. And mm-hmm. like any event, I, I really am a big supporter on anyone, anyone that's hungry to do something mm-hmm. and uh, and they want to make something work. And that's what I love. I love to see people doing well and trying. Uh, and if it doesn't work, you got to go, right, well, I tried. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. as long as you're not putting yourself into a massive amount of difficulty financially, mm-hmm. um, if you can afford to try it mm-hmm. and, and dip your toe in a little bit yeah. and yeah. see if it works, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, because... That's what kind of what you've done as well. You've added on. You're like your 360 
Ah, uh, yeah, booth yeah. Stuff. I love the 360. I used to have a donut wall, a sweet mm-hmm. cart, the whole lot. Because originally, when I started out, it was a wedding company where you could hire DJs and and it was uh, you could hire out all these different props. Uh, it's very hard work. Um, now I just um, I just uh, recommend friends in the industry mm. who have and it's good. I love that. I love being able to recommend, and I'll always say make sure you let them know because. Um, and, and your guys too I've recommended your guys and then your guys would recommend me and we all work together yep. and, and that's the way it should be um, and I really I really love doing that and now I'm like look people will still say to me do you have the letters and I'll say no I don't but I know a good guy it has yeah. Yeah. let him know that- and that, that's what that industry needs because I mean you, you think of some of the people that are involved they would never mention anyone's name. You would, they, you would, yeah, they oh, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some people just like, no, sorry, I can't do it. Yeah, um, yeah. But they're the people that, you know, we, we don't work with them, they don't work with us. Yeah, yeah. Um, once you build up that community and you say, I know who's good, there's loads of, loads of people that can do it. Um, I get people asking me all the time, can you uh, DJ at my wedding? And as soon as I see the date, I just like, oh, no, I, I, I hate that point yeah. of turning yeah. around and saying, no, sorry, I can't. Mm-hmm. But I'll never you leave. You wish there was two of you almost. I know. <laughs> yeah. Listen, if I was able to split myself into five people yeah. well I'd be worth a fortune because I could go to five different gigs yeah. in one night <laughs> yeah. uh, but but I'll always say I'm sorry I, I can't but here's a list of guys or here's a few that I would recommend that can sort you know yeah. to look after you um, that I trust would do a good job reach out to them yeah. you know yeah. and uh, and uh, and then you'll get them coming back and say you know that girl got to me or thank you very much mm-hmm. you appreciate it and we'll yeah. all We'll help each yeah. other, you know, yeah. along the way. Yeah. Just before we leave the, the wedding and the, the events topic, um, we had a question a few episodes ago. Are you convinced by wedding buffets? Right? Yes. <laughs> because, um, now, obviously, with, with us <clears throat> working, we enjoy the wedding buffets, right? Mm-hmm. So that, that's kind of mm-hmm. a wee bit of a, a lift. I, I'm thinking more of the guest who goes to a wedding who's having a three-course meal yeah. at, say, five, six o'clock. And then they're having a buffet at nine o'clock. Yeah, I always, I almost <laughs> feel like they put the buffet on just for me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I feel yeah. like um, yes, right. I get it. Um, the buffet can be a waste. Uh, it is. It is a bit. Of I've a seen waste. so much waste in buffets. Oh, waste the, is, the is is crazy. Yeah. Now, um, when you're with a band and you know you are all the band takes a break and you're on after the band and we're all standing chatting and we're like, we'll go over to the buffet. Yeah. You know. Generally, I'm dressed like this at a wedding, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I look yeah. like I've just gate crashed, yeah. you know. Whereas the band's all dickied up and looks like mm-hmm. they just filter in with the with the crowd. Yeah. But the amount of food that goes to waste in the buffet is crazy. Mm-hmm. The buffet is to please your evening guests who weren't there with for the meal. For the meal, yeah, 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 yeah. right? Yeah. Only put that buffet on if you've got you know a hundred guests that are not for the meal. But other than that, some of them are fed before they come to the wedding. Yeah. And when you eat so much, you don't want to get up and dance. You mm-hmm. don't want to drink. You yeah. don't want to enjoy yourself. You yeah. don't want to ruin your night. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and I always find it's like the people say to me, uh, when are you going to teach? Are you going to teach it right after dinner? And I'm like, yeah, because everyone wants to get up after I five know, courses. Yeah. And they're, they're snookered. Mm-hmm. Give them an hour. Let them relax. Yeah. Dinner settle. They'll be getting a stitch on the dance. Yeah, that's, that's so true. Because, <laughs> like, I, I mean, and us as, as, as a wedding band, like, we, we almost... Okay, the, two minds. We love stopping for a buffet. We love a wee bit of a break. Yeah, I think. But we hate when the floor's full and you have to stop. The lights go on. I know the food's I know. out. 
yeah. uh, getting back to that stage again, you know. Yeah, because you're you're winding up the you're you're winding up the the the, the, the cogs and mm-hmm, you're getting mm-hmm. the cogs going. Yeah. They're well oiled, and then all of a sudden yeah. it's like all right, we're gonna take it back down to the start again. Yeah. And uh, that's why if I'm on a full night, um, I get into the buffet. I'll just bore the ass clean off them with music yeah. until we get to the buffet, <laughs> yeah. and I, I, I'll be keeping my dancing queens for after. Oh yeah, yeah, you know? 100%, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I try not to um, overcook the music before mm-hmm. the buffet because yep. I know I'm going to stop and then there's venues that make you stop there's venues mm-hmm. and I think we discussed this before there's venues that actually make you stop they put the buffet out on the dance floor on the dance yeah. floor yes and <laughs> yeah. I know yeah. that straight away I know all the venues that are going to do it yeah. and part of me goes great because I have no argument on mm-hmm. why did you stop why did you stop or not yet mm-hmm. you know yeah. I, I just oh let them tear away yeah. and I just yeah. I just joined the conga of buffet eaters mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> You and know? again, you never want to be the first one up. No, well, you never want to be, <laughs> but wanna, I want to be. Yeah. I, when they say to me, um, I don't know why I'm always brought mm. on the podcast and the buffet thing comes oh, up. Go, it's happened in a few of them. <laughs> I have a mix, Peter. I have a mix for you have buffet. A mix? Yeah, I must send you it, actually. Everyone laughs at this. It's, uh, it's a good 45 minutes and uh, it's perfect background buffet music. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but uh, it's not all food. This, really. so this is the mix where you can just sneak off. I, be first in line so do you know when the, the hotel manager will come up and they'll say would you let them know the buffet so he's normally got a tea towel thrown over his shoulder yeah. he's, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's sweating yeah. and he says will you let them know the buffet's out right mm-hmm. I'll say to my good pal Stephen I'll say I'll go up and get us right <laughs> by the end of the song I'll let them know the buffet's out so mm-hmm. nobody knows I sneak up I get two plates of food right all good stuff yeah. too yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not left with <laughs> scraps stuff and all too, yes. <laughs> you know yeah. the goujons are just out of the yeah. oven you know yeah. and, uh, and then I bring them up we're we're fully loaded there, and then I'll say, ladies and gentlemen, just to let you know, the buffet. Mm-hmm. You might get something. <laughs> with, a, with a goose on your hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I say, all lights on, you know, all full brights on the uh, dance floor and all, let you know, it's a wee break, pull down the music a wee bit, and then that's mm-hmm. me, relax for a wee while, and then get back into it, and then we'll get back in with the, the big tunes. Our, our, our main singer, Danny, he has this massive trick that he does every time, and we fall for every time, he goes... I'm way to the, the bog here. You can get me two plates going to the buffet because he doesn't want to be seen in the uh, buffet queue. So uh, you're you're going to the buffet with two plates. <laughs> and he's uh, sitting another way. I see Stephen does that does that to me. Stephen will if I if he says no, I'm okay because he doesn't want to go up. Um, so if I come back with one plate, he nibbles off mine, yeah, and I'm like, you yeah. told me you didn't want yeah. anything. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. you're, you're, he's like he's like. It's like that relationship where you're like, do you want anything? And then like, no one in the eat at all on you. Yeah. Yeah. So I said to Stephen. <laughs> I am not bringing you back a plate. You come up with me mm-hmm. and fill your own plate. You know, yeah. Yeah. buffets are good. They are. They are. Buffets to are be good. Fair, I love, are, I love and, and, and some hotel buffets are are better than better than their dinner. Better than the main course. Like, because the problem is, and I've been these events and stuff. How do you cook for so many people? Mm. It's all pre cooked, and I, 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 I'm not. The food is fresh. Mm-hmm. But like they're doing them in these big, massive friggin' ovens, and you know how they're they're having to keep it warm. So, mm-hmm. you know, chicken sometimes can be a wee bit dry and whatever. People will always yep. have the arguments. Um, so it's hard to keep mm-hmm. that amount, mass amount of food, yeah, warm. Yeah, you know, I've, well, I've often thought of doing like a. Like a like a rate in the buffet thing. Aye, aye we you we know, thought I, we I, thought about that, but I didn't want to put any hotels down. That's the thing. That is you the thing see? because. There are some hotels that they're rough. I wouldn't touch their food. Their salad sandwiches are I not wouldn't. nice. <laughs> <They're>, no. <laughs> I, there's some, and then there's there's one that I there's one that I went to, uh, and they had all these wee uh, 
all these wee things you would get in the Chinese restaurant and all of it. Oh, these wee yeah. pastries with mm-hmm. chicken curry and all inside these wee triangles. Yes. Yep. And nobody was touching them. I went, well, well, I will take some home with me. Yep. <laughs> There's one in Port Rush and they bring out like wee mini pizzas and they Aye. have like bacon baps and oh. I went to one though and uh, without mentioning anything, it was, it was definitely frozen. It was all frozen gear. And you can just, you can just tell, yeah. you know, and uh, I mean, if that's the way they want to roll, mm-hmm. you know, and that's how they do it, they do it. Um, but it was some of that stuff wasn't yeah. wasn't great, and then you go to some and you're like, ah, oh, it's top tier. Yeah, yeah. You pay good money for that. <laughs> you do. You feel like a not a man versus food, but you feel like an expert almost in the aye, when you have seen so many of them. But it's always the same in it. There's always chicken mm-hmm. goujons. Isn't it? Yeah. There's always yeah. chicken goujons. There must mm-hmm. be just like a, the easiest thing to do. Yeah. Although one, uh, Kalevi Castle, getting the mention. Oh, there we are. Uh, Kalevi Castle uh-huh. do uh, bacon rolls. I'm sure there's a few other places that do bacon rolls. I think roll. I know what you're talking about too. Was the wee marquee at the at the? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah the marquee, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, and they're ba- they're like so they're so nice that mm-hmm. you just want to keep coming back for more. Yeah, well done, Clay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep up, <laughs> so, keep up the good work. While while we are talking about venues, and again, I'll try not to mention any, but I just but you just have <laughs> just have, but um, th- there are some venues that do not make it easy to get an out of. That's another thing. Uh, I'm actually, I'm actually so glad you brought this topic up. There's some venues that don't care about you as yep. uh, as a performer or entertainer, and um, that makes it hard uh, yep. when they're not working with you. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I like to be down early. I like to know where I'm going, and as you get as you get into that the rhythm of things, you know the venue. Uh, and again, just like the hotel, or the, the the venue that I talked about there, it's easy, mm-hmm. right? It's yep. easy. Yep. Back gate opens, I come in the back, I'm right there mm-hmm. at the stage. If I have to push mm-hmm. flight cases, lift bags and boxes in amongst your crowd, it's just a nightmare. Yeah. But they make it easy for you. There's some that are just so hard to get into. Mm-hmm. And and I mean, it's a case of um, back-breaking work yeah. to get in, and that's not what I'm getting paid because for. You know? I, I'm before going to that, like, let's just mention that if you're at a wedding and you're in between the turnaround stage, you're way out drinking coffee or you're way out yeah. of the room. You will never, you'll never see what goes on. No, you, you don't. You, you appear you into the room and the DJ's there. Oh, I know. The, 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 the sweat, is, the sweat <laughs> yeah. is absolutely gracing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, and we're like, <laughs> my big mate goes, I am breathing out my backside right now. <laughs> and yeah. Because the, the, the speakers are heavy. The cases are heavy. Everything that makes it go on, you know, and makes it look good. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can come in with a light setup, but then who wants to see that? We come in with... Big stuff, yep. big, and you know what I say: a band getting in, yep. a band getting in, all the leads, mm-hmm. getting mm-hmm. it all done, and then you have to go and you have to try and cool it down and then look a bit respectable. You know, we go in yep. shorts and t-shirt, and then we get dickied up mm-hmm. a wee bit. Mm-hmm. But it, they, some venues really are uh, a struggle. and see city centre venues. That's Hectic. the bane of my life. It's just it's very hard. Oh. Um, I, I got a parking ticket once. Um, Did you? Yeah, a parking ticket for parking outside a, a certain very well-known venue. Very hard to get into the venue, so you have to come up like the service sort of lifts, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. While they're serving dinner, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you know, I'm halfway through a kitchen going, yeah. sorry, uh, mm-hmm. I'm getting mm-hmm. in. Uh, they just sometimes don't have a plan, and it's just all we're asking for is just a wee bit of room or, or move that stuff so we can get in. You're trying to get paid, we're trying to get paid, we're all just trying to work together here, guys, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and it's always those venues that. When you're inside, the, the beautiful venues, right? Yes, yeah, but uh, and that's why they're selected. But 
I almost wish venues were selected with that in mind as well. Yeah. Yeah. I know, how's my van going to get in there? How's my? But then I suppose people yeah. don't really think about now, that. I have a, an, another another topic, and it's uh, I I always set up with a band, mm-hmm. so the band doesn't take up all the space. <laughs> yes, <laughs> big up bands, but yeah. um, because yeah. if you give the band the opportunity of mm-hmm. all that space, they will oh, we'll use, oh, we'll use, use it. No you know. stage is big enough. No, I know. <laughs> I know. I have had, and this you're gonna love this. I have had keyboard players have their keyboards hanging over my decks yeah. because I've tucked the decks under because I'm like, yeah. dude, I'm on after yeah, you. Yeah, 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 you know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we had this in uh, uh, just in the south, Darver Castle. Darver, mm-hmm. Darver's a massive stage. Yeah. I'm like, guys, you're so the back. You too. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. Yeah. Like, right, know. crunch up a wee bit. Yeah. Let the DJ yeah. in. Mm-hmm. When the band leave. Mm-hmm. I'm stuck in the corner, right? Yep. And I look, yep. lo- I look like a wee lost puppy yeah, yeah. and yeah. all these big tunes stuck <laughs> yep. in the corner of the lights just going yeah. to looks like, it looks <laughs> so true, I know. It looks desperate. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so I get down and I set up with the band. Mm-hmm. And the band goes, hey, you're wild early. And I'm like, Aye. so I can get yep. in with claim you. Your spot. Mm-hmm. Claim my spot. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not an art. It's a, it's, a, it's a healthy argument that we have mm-hmm. on yep. who's going to go where, mm-hmm. you know. But you let a band take that stage, they're going to take it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now I, I will on 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 the backfire of that. I no, will say that yeah. there have been some DJs we have walked into the venue and he taken up the whole stage. Oh, I get rid of him. <laughs> Never stop using him. <laughs> stop using. Just book me. Well, I don't <laughs> think he's doing it anymore. So it's all good. Just book me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. What What is your favourite part of the country that you've been in? Do you think? Because um, it does take you to some mad locations. And, yeah. And even like a couple of weeks ago, we were down Sligo. In the middle of nowhere. Now, when, when they say Sligo, it wasn't Sligo. It was like 10 mile outside Sligo. Yeah. And you're just in the middle of nowhere. But you think, how will I... I will never have known this place or I would never I have travelled to this place unless that gig goes on. Exactly. Here. Like, um, there's... Uh, uh, there, I mean, the gigs now, you you got to drive for the work. And you yeah. know it. Not every gig's going to be city centre yeah. or on your doorstep. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I get some in like uh, Claudine or Clandy Boy, which is close to Bangor, happy mm-hmm. days, yeah. right? Yeah. A good friend of mine always turned around and said, why don't you just take them all there? And I'm like, if it was as easy as mm-hmm. that, I know. I know. Uh, you need to get in, you need to drive, you need to get on the motorway and you need to drive. I'm down mm-hmm. south quite a lot um, now. I always find myself... Newry and beyond mm-hmm. yeah. and it's just a market that I've just sort of fallen into mm-hmm. with you know because as you do work for someone and then they go I like him yeah. and then but they're all based in all, that yeah, area yeah. Mm-hmm. so yeah. um, I have been I get more definitely in the south than I do more um, towards uh, Coleraine Portrush and all that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. venues are lovely up there but I'm definitely more in the in the south um, and uh, we, yeah. we've almost found that too I mean I think I think the the grandeur of the of the venues down there, like the, the massive castles that you're going to exactly. So that's so that was the, definitely just, what it was. Um, you you know, uh, Cabra Castle being, yeah, being yeah. one of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez, even if you look around that v- uh, venue, you're seeing all this mad, all these mad statues. And but again, it's uh, not the easiest of venues to get into at yeah, times. No, you know no. what I mean? You know, <laughs> yeah. it's one of those things where um, all these places are laid out very very well and they're stunning mm-hmm. and big high ceilings, big chandeliers. Yeah millions and millions of pounds worth going into mm-hmm. them and you go fair play to you mm-hmm. um and then and then you walk in and you go right after set up on this stage and uh you know hope the band will set up here and yeah. and uh, you're going through the tiniest corridor and, that you could ever expect aye, and everyone's flight <laughs> yeah. cases are all waiting there <laughs> yeah. you're like who owns what yeah. And yeah. there is one in yuri a, a very popular hotel and I, I it must have about 12 parking spaces outside 
the, the hotel because and, everyone and to, else is, and, and to get into the place is just yeah I know I know hectic, exactly what you're talking hectic. about and it's it is horrible to get into lovely venue but there could be about three or four weddings going on in one yeah. night yeah. right um, I, I get such anxiety like when I know I'm going to that uh, places like that even like like you know, city center ones where yeah you're you're, I you're about it. yeah you're loading, yeah. you're loading yourself out when a club beside you is is being released. You know, people are coming out of the yeah. club at say 1am and you're oh, taking your stuff out at 1am yes. and it's just... We're, oh. ta- we're, we're talking about merchants, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let me, let me, let me just tell you, tell you about that. I had, um, I had a night where um, I was bringing stuff out. So basically, when you're coming out and getting into that venue and they're, they're going to, you know, Cathedral Quarter, obviously, and all's so busy. Yep. So I mm-hmm. started to get a little bit nervous because... I want to bring loads of stuff down mm-hmm. and leave it there and impact the van. Yeah. But what I'm having to do is either tell Stephen, my my good helper, my good friend, to wait at the van and I'll bring stuff to him. Mm-hmm. But he, one night we done that and uh, there there's people sitting inside the van and inside up, the van. Oh, I like the the like, lights are on the back of the van. The double doors are open. Two girls just sitting at the back having a yarn, and I'm like, <laughs> girls. Can you please move? So that's mm-hmm. why I like these castle sort of venues mm-hmm. where it's like you're in a loading yeah, bay or yeah, you're yeah, out yeah. the back and there's nothing else going on around you, yeah. you know. Maybe have the old Egypt that's been at the I wedding. I had someone get into my car once thinking I was a taxi. <laughs> I, I was just about to leave. I've had that too. Give us a wee lift up the road, would you? And I'm like, no, seriously. Yeah, like, yeah, there's yeah. me and him and you'll never get in that front seat. Yeah. We'll all jump in the back. I'm like, yeah. no chance. Yeah. Start a wee taxi. I, I had a venue and it was it was over the border and they were so far in the sticks where they couldn't get taxis. And so I had a venue manager asked me, could I take three people up the road? <laughs> <laughs> Look what you're saying. That's a chance. I, I, I know. Like to the, it's I, know. Just, uh, oh, I had it I had it too. I, I had it um, one night. Uh, I was on my own. Stephen wasn't with me and uh, two fellas were just like, will you run us out the road? Now, to be fair to them, they were absolutely sound and they mm-hmm. helped me pack the van. So I was like, yes, lads, yes. that's a hundred percent. I'll run you out the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were great crack, you know. It's a win-win whatever. situation in yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They they helped. Um mm-hmm. and I was like, fair play to you, you know. Yeah. Um, but I hate when people are acting a whack when you're trying to get packed up again. Yeah. And it's your stuff. Like yeah. we could be traveling yeah. with the guts of about ten thousand pounds worth mm-hmm. of stuff, mm-hmm. and people are like, I'll carry it out for you. And yeah. I'm like, no, please yeah, don't yeah, touch yeah. it. I know, I know. You know, that's my that's my office. Yeah. That that whole thing is my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. don't touch it. Yeah. You know. There's so many roads we could go down. It's like drink near equipment, uh, people I, not having respect for your yeah. equipment. You know, it's, it's and I don't know if it's just drink because even some people come over and they they are sober or or they're, they're and they just they just think it's worth you know ten pounds and they're just I know they're yeah, just like yeah. coming up to you and throwing their arm around you. I know, and, and the the problem the is I, that I feel that that I'm rude. What mm. I'm saying, but I'm pushing them away in a way. It's yeah. just, you know, please have a bit of respect. You know, my decks are there, and, and if you you bring your drink up mm-hmm. and you're like, play a wee song, and you're like, oh, yeah. please, yeah. please stop. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. that that's when I start to work. Because anything, if that happens, I mean, the 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 chances of finding that person at the end of the night, or you know. I know, they're the gone. They're you're, gone. you're never gonna. They're gone, and they'll so, they'll sober up, and they'll not have a memory of yep. uh, wrecking. And you're the one who has to, uh, you know, pay for it or get it fixed or or, or whatever. You know. Have you ever had uh, someone destroy anything? Uh, yeah, I've had uh, I've had uh, drink porn over my equipment uh, a, a number of times, um, and uh, people, yeah, just 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 uh, acting. Yeah, the the decks like um, my computer mm-hmm. had a. I had a vodka and Red Bull poured over um, decks and it, was, it wasn't 
loads, but mm-hmm. it was a big, the way they came over, they hit it, right. and it was a big splash. Mm-hmm. It went yep. like that, and then splashed. Uh, it scattered over all the stuff, and the problem is, the vodka will dry out like that. Mm-hmm. The Red Bull is sticky. Yep. So when it got into all the wee nooks and crannies of the, mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. controllers, yeah. my my hot cues and everything were sticking and not mm-hmm. playing. And, you know, I have to go to the next gig and, and do somebody's wedding and make money. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be out by two grand because I have to go and buy a new yeah. set of decks. And we, uh, we resorted to putting on our bass speakers, we have uh, a sign just simply says, yeah. please don't put drinks on the speaker. The amount of people who use that as a coaster. <laughs> I know. <laughs> just put, I know. Just put it on the I, I did start this thing. I don't know whether you saw my Instagram. I started this thing. How many drinks can be left around Ryan's bass bins? Oh, right. Now, people um, <laughs> people have used my bass bins to tie their shoelaces. Uh-huh. I put the shoes up on top of it. But, yeah. uh, my bass bins for people who, uh, they're, they're the big speakers that sit at the bottom and then a pole would yes, go on and yeah. another speaker would go on it. So, uh, so it's, it's, it's arm's length. Exactly, it's perfect. It's perfect as a table. Yeah, yeah. So you had, um, you had, yeah. You've got, you've got a, a sort of a big area, a big square at the bottom where you can sit on it, right? I'd advise you not to at any gig. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, you know, and then they put their drinks around it, tie their shoelaces on it, and all this. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. stop leaving your drink because they set their drink down and then they run off. But it's a base spin, mm-hmm. so your drinks are going, yeah. and they wobble, and edging they wobble the, towards yeah. the edge. <laughs> And I'm not there to collect your glasses, like, know, you know? know. So what I do is if they set a full pint down, they're losing it. Yeah. I'm going to set it to one side and then nine times out of ten they forget about it. Yeah. But uh, that, That's one of the fun games where you just watch them try to look for their drink then. Yeah. Once you've moved it away. It's just... <laughs> Where's my drink gone? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, someone else took it. Yeah. And then he's back with another one, <laughs> spilling the lower <laughs> back of the round two. Oh, uh, it, it, that really... That really grinds my gears mm-hmm. when people don't have any respect for for your equipment uh, and and unfortunately you just have to the, the, the more the night goes on the more drunk they get and the more you're sort of like going right okay just please stand yep. you know stop back no work yep. around yep. my stuff you know yep. um, I used to have these uh, tar sort of uh, speakers so it was uh, the bass bin is what we talked about and then the, ar- the arms clicked in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people so if they were on a stage, people used to grab onto them like they were a handle in order to pull themselves up, you know, to ask for a song. But if you pull on that, they were just going to, they're just going to click out, right? Yeah. And, you know, they're, they're three grand's worth of stuff. And I'm like mm-hmm. constantly having to clip people's hands. Yeah. Go, Stop it. Yeah. You, know? you need a bouncer. Yeah, I know, <laughs> you I know. Need a bouncer. I, I, yeah. and Stephen, like, Stephen's there and he's great and he tries his best to stop people from doing things. There's only so much he can do, you know. know. They're like animals. They're yeah. wild yeah. animals sometimes. Have, have you ever had any, like, confrontation when doing stuff like that? I've had uh, a few people come <clears> up and just because, maybe it's it's as simple as you're, you know, you don't play their song next. Yeah, yeah. People say that. Play it next. Yeah. Like, you've got, you know, your next three or four that you're going to play and yeah well um, I had yeah so a girl come up and she was like she kept giving me that look see that look um, I've always wanted to do this actually when we're on the, <laughs> the visual side of a, a, a podcast um, see when you're playing a song and they look at you and they go what's this yeah. or they do this and they go or they go change the song yeah. right so they give you yeah. these hand actions mm-hmm. and I'm like I, that used to hurt I used to feel that yep. but see now I go nah Mm. Nah, yeah. I'm in control. Yeah. When everyone behind her is dancing and enjoying themselves, I know. I know. Yeah, your music's crap. Fifty people are dancing. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm like, really? Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, play this next. Um, I had one where the guy was asking me to play this song, and I was like, 
dude, I just, like, in my mind, and even, but then even the groom came up and says, here, my, my mate, sir, is asking for a song, or will you stick it on for him? And I just said to the groom, listen, I have all your crowd up, and they're all raving. If I play this song, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's going to really ruin the dance floor. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what song it was. And it just shattered the dance floor. And there's this one man up giving a fucking welly <laughs> on the dance floor, you know. And he couldn't dance. I'm just letting yeah. you know that. He yeah. couldn't <laughs> dance. Um, so I was at the point of doing all the club classics, all this, and then he wanted cameo word up, right? Right. Now, I mean, <laughs> it, to me, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a song. It's, it's, it's good not song. crowd it's pleaser. Not a crowd pleaser. It's, it's not something that I would ever pull out as the yeah. as a absolute weapon of a uh -huh. song. Yeah. It's yeah. just a song. Yeah. Uh, so cameo word up and but it, when the when the bride and groom men started, our good mate, you know, he's over and he's uh, he wants cameo. And I said, look, guys, this is not going to work. And he's like, ah, oh, no, stick it on for him, stick it on for him. And I'm like, it's me that looks like the plonker. Yep. Yep. And they just mm -hmm. kept going on. Now, when the bride and groom, they're, they're the bill pairs, so I just like, right, I'll do it. See, if it is a weird situation, I always have to get on the mic and say, this is for so-and-so. Yes. I never yes. want to look like that person. I know. I'm like, oh, I'm keeping up with your requests here. Keep them coming <laughs> <Yeah>. in. <laughs> What's your name yeah. again? Johnny. Yeah. Here's your song. Yeah. Here's your flame Johnny. And it's a private song for him and it's, he has memories <laughs> of it just, but no one else. I know. Exactly. Curse, you know. Yeah, yeah. He loves it, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and I'm like, guys, I know that, uh, you know, I have just spent so long building your crowd up and then everyone goes to me, they all go, ah, Will we uh, will we yeah, go? Yeah, 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 will we yeah. go and get a drink? And then yeah. I'm trying to fish them all back in again yeah. while he's on the dance floor giving it a rally. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. "See yeah. you." That whole three minutes is going. Mm. Yeah. But um, and yeah. you think that's the end of it? But then he comes back up for another one. Hi, uh, and he goes. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember Cameo's other track? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't you can't get away with uh, I don't have it. Mm -hmm. As we talked about earlier. Years ago, you couldn't say, you'd say, I don't have it because yeah. I didn't bring it with me. Mm -hmm. Now you, 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 you can have it because yeah. you can stream it mm -hmm. and you can play it off my phone. Yeah. And, uh, and I try to tell them that my, I don't have the facilities to do yeah, that. Yeah, that's but a good they, one. They, mm -hmm. they, but they yeah. will find that you do have, you know, an ox lead hanging yeah. out for yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and there's no way around it. They're smart. Yeah. You know, and uh, oh, I can airdrop it, I can Bluetooth it, I can do whatever. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. Or, or I've, and I've had this on, well, definitely two or three occasions where they come up and they say that they're the DJ. Or they, they, oh, they, they have done, done DJing, uh, but in their past, they've, like, oh. They've, they've, they've done a bit. I used to do a wee bit, and I used to yeah. hear, uh, well, what's that you're playing off? And, yeah. and I, yeah. I sort of feel like, well, if, you, uh, if you're, why are you not why out not tonight? Why <laughs> yeah. what, what, Where's your gig tonight? Yeah. You know? Uh, no, yeah. I'm all for it. Um, but, yeah, these people that try to tell you what, what to do, mm -hmm. um, I don't know whether you... Um, you saw, or it was on news not so long ago, someone trying to tell a professional golfer how to swing. Yes, um, yes. So uh, you just have to laugh it off, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and you just have to say, oh, it's good, isn't it? You know? What do they expect? Do they expect you just to jump out and say, right, okay, I'll go off for 10 minutes here, you take over? Are you, like, work, work, work away, work away. <laughs> and the, 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 the older folk of, I was a DJ back in the day, I had this recently, actually, um, guy came up and is a, I just don't know you're living now. And I'm like, no, I do know I'm living, mm -hmm. right? And I'm glad because uh, I've been through the the hard times yep. of yep. carrying, as we talked about, start seven records mm -hmm. and uh, only having enough to please the crowd and yep. ha taking all my CDs in. So I done the groundwork mm -hmm. and worked mm -hmm. my way up. Yep. And 
I feel like you know I've 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 achieved everything and done it step by step. Um, yes, guys are coming in now. Why would they go back to the start? Mm-hmm. They're coming in on a very easy way of doing it, yeah. you know. Yeah. And it's so easy. Like I can I can stream any song with a touch of a button, mm-hmm. and uh, it's great to have those facilities there yeah. to do it. But again, I don't think I'll ever get that skill of like you know reading the dance floor or you know. Knowing that, your crowd, that's, that, that that's is the something skill. that you have to learn yourself yeah. and learn how to read a dance floor. It mm-hmm. is the uh, you know I, I always say I'm no Mystic Meg, mm-hmm. I I can't make miracles, and and all I got to do is play the I've got my safe card, my safe bank there, and I've got some new stuff. People think people think you're going to a wedding and you're playing, you know, oh what a night, mm-hmm. December. Mm-hmm. 1963 and everyone's you know doing the conga and all that times have changed Mm -hmm. and the older folk please them give them their stuff give Mm -hmm. them their oldie stuff but what you have to remember is your bride and your groom are in their late 20s -hmm. early 30s and it's not all about you it's about them Mm -hmm. and uh, and it's the same goes for the bride and groom trying to tell you what music to play people have invested in your wedding let them mm-hmm. hear their song you know yeah, so yeah. it's about everyone being fair and just you know mm-hmm. try mm-hmm. and get rid of those sort of oldie sort of tracks earlier on in the night and then we keep all the big stinkers for later yeah. and then dropping in some fresh stuff as well mm-hmm. you know and that's where like you know the radio kind of works with that i suppose you know you, you know what's current in you you know what's yeah what's exactly i know um when i worked for the other radio station it was harder because we were sort of like one year behind um mm-hmm. and just in how they played out their stuff yeah, yeah. um and uh, i lost touch of the top 40 and what was current and what was relevant and what yeah. the kids were loving mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then coming back to cool then um it was it was just like we're back in we know we're on that we're on the right wavelength then yeah. of what's fresh it's also amazing how quick a song can come and go I know some are so like um, soulless, like they just drop in in a flash and yeah. then they go. Yeah. Um, prime example would be the likes of like uh, Belters Only, Make Me Feel Good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still a banger of a track, but it, it, it came, it done, it served its time, and then it'll, it gets to a point where it's still good, mm-hmm. but it's not that song that they're, they're waiting on. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not that. Yeah. They, you know, we very quickly went into a bit more harder stuff. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, yeah. Um, and that's as I say, the tracks are brilliant. They're they're fighting for a lot of the jazzy stuff at the minute. You know, and it's all that sort I, of. And the fact that people would say that would be like a throwback as well. You know, like that I know, uh, yeah, like, yeah. What? I know <laughs> what is what is a throwback now. Yeah, I, know. I always say that now. Jeez, uh, we can't technically class it as a throwback. You know, you go flow right a low or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. something like that. But yeah. that is a throwback. Where. Um, now they're talking about something a year ago so yep. throwback stick season's a throwback <laughs> it'll not be long until stick season's a throwback you know yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, no that's I think we've covered every single thing that we can yeah on, on yeah. this episode thanks yeah. so much for coming on oh, here, on here thank you um, and like the future for you are you just going to keep going I want to keep going yeah mm-hmm. I mean I uh, I don't see any um, I don't see any change um, some people's goals are to go to different radio stations mm-hmm. whatever Cool mm-hmm. FM was my goal um, mm-hmm. from the start I've been a, a radio listener a radio nerd and a and a Cool FM listener mm-hmm. for for as many years I remember my, my, my dad many years ago entering competitions mm-hmm. on Cool FM wow. and that's where I think you either have it or you don't you, yeah. you either have that love for the game or you don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you, you, my, when I was growing up, 
our lives revolved around radio. My my parents were young, and um, my mum, being a, a, a young mum, was listening to her favourite songs, and they were all, so I was born late 80s, so they were all 90s dance classics. Mm -hmm. That's where mm -hmm. I got my love for that, because I grew up in all that. Yeah. And my dad as well. Um, so we were constantly listening to Cool FM. It was never off in the, in the house, in the car, um, because it was playing all the relevant stuff and the up-to-date mm -hmm. stuff and, and all the cool stuff. Yeah. And I remember all the DJs from the past. And that's what gave me that wee bug and that wee, the, the itch to yeah. be that guy mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. on radio. And, uh, and, crazy. and when you, do you remember the first time you walked in to the studio? Couldn't believe it. Yeah, when I walked into Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I remember, I remember my first phone call actually many years ago, um, getting the call to say that uh, they heard my demo mm -hmm. and they'd be interested in giving me a wee shot on the overnights. Uh, I, it was a pinch myself moment because yeah. uh, biggest radio station in Northern Ireland, leading radio station in Northern Ireland, mm -hmm. and uh, the bosses be happy me hyping <laughs> it up. Uh, but but we work under that roof of yeah. a radio station that is ran really well, ran by people who know radio, and I and I feel good in there. I feel I get I I, I know radio when I'm in there, and I learn mm -hmm. so much every day from everyone, and we all have our own wee ways of doing things, but. That first time walking in, I was a real pinch me moment because I watched the YouTube videos of Cool FM launching, mm -hmm. yep. and it was the yep. same path mm -hmm. that um, that the the presenter walked up, and the same doors that the presenter opened, mm -hmm. and I went, "Wow, I'm actually here." They've actually for being a for being a young lad driving past Kiltonga with my dad, and my dad saying, "That's where Cool FM is," mm -hmm. to actually driving in, and actually going in and actually presenting on cool yeah. was like yeah. that that moment where it was wow you know and I suppose even in the early days you know getting getting the call for cover for a presenter who you've listened to yeah for all the time yeah oh, and, and presenters you looked up to yeah my, my what insane but my first one of my first cover gigs was drive time and i went from being this lad on community radio to mm. cover and drive time Made a balls of it, <laughs> but like what, 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 you know, and that's me yep. being totally honest. I, yep. I was leaving theaters up. I was because you were so stressed. It was so. Yep. Now you fly through because you're so used to it. It's like driving a car. You know where your yep. indicators are. You know what way you're going. But back then, I was like, oh god, just, I haven't been in just here. Overwhelmed. Before. I'm everything, overwhelmed yeah. by mm -hmm. everything. Everything was yeah. just firing at me at once. Uh, four raids. Maybe somebody was calling in for an interview, and my, I was just like. Yeah. I, I don't know if I can do this <laughs> yeah. but as time goes on you learn and you, you, you learn to relax and just uh, take it and just uh, and it's, it's radio we're yeah. playing music we're playing yeah. music for people you know yeah. Yeah. but yeah it was a proper pinch me moment to one be part of cool and actually come back you know I, I always said I'll come back yeah. I wanted mm -hmm. to come back I just I only wanted to go away and learn yeah. and, mm -hmm. uh, and earn mm -hmm. and, uh, and find yeah. my find my my find my place in mm -hmm. in this whole industry, and yeah. then I came back, and uh, yeah, I was greeted with open arms. It was it was it was it was really nice feeling to come back and still see the some familiar faces, mm -hmm. and uh, and I just feel like I I, I I I left as a young lad, and I came back a man, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. I did, yeah. you know. So are you convinced? That's the that's the question. Then are you convinced? <laughs> you're, convinced? you're convinced. <laughs> I'm convinced this industry is yeah. one of the best industries to yeah. be in, yeah. be it uh, radio and DJ. Mm -hmm. And we're we're such a we're on it we're on a we're on a, a real good thing because radio's still so good, and now the world of podcast and we're we're mm -hmm. no matter what we're still keeping up with everything. Yeah. 
Can't the best, you know, but the best of both worlds <clears throat> were there, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did see a video recently that AI was going to take over DJing. Yeah. AI will never read a crowd. No. It'll never, you know, whatever it no. is, whether you have a robot, you can you can have a, a false DJ on the likes of Spotify and stuff. Now, we tried it out on the way to a gig one night to see, and it wasn't picking my favorite song. Yep. So I was like, yep. it's going to take a while. Mm-hmm. A good friend did say to me that robots will take over, but you know, people like still like that human interaction, yep. and I think they'll maybe take over in years to come. But for our lifetime, mm-hmm. it'll still be the human. Even like you know, for the set, for if you're walking into a room. It's the setup that is yeah. creating that, that that vibe and that atmosphere. Like yeah, yeah. There was even a video I seen of a, just a, someone had ordered a big plasma screen. It was touch screen, and they were just tapping their song with the one next. Aye, it's, it's not going to work for uh, it's a jukebox. Really, it's not going it to work is, for. It is. But that's that. that's not the songs are going to play and stop and play and yeah. stop. Yeah. And even if they do mix, are they mixing into the right ones, or can they quickly change it to to suit what's going on on the dance floor? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it's you know. Luckily, in our lifetime, I think we're going to be okay. Yeah, we're not the worry. We're not the worry about whatever happens mm-hmm. in a hundred years. Let let them throw away. Yeah, because I'll probably come back as a, like a dog or something. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't yeah. know what's going to happen yeah. in our Flying the wall. Uh, Flying the yeah. wall. And I'll, I'll just be like, well, I used to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the way I used yeah. to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks so much for coming on this podcast. Thank you. And uh, we'll maybe have you on again soon. Yes, know. yes. Thank you. Thank you.